It's time for Cerrito Live on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Live from the legendary Sports 56 studios at Flynn Broadcasting in Memphis, here's your host, Kevin Cerrito. Greetings and salutations. We are live from high atop Mount Moriah here at Flynn Broadcasting. Welcome to uh, Cerrito uh, Live. I'm your host, Kevin Cerrito. On the other side of the glass, we got Drew Barrett and CJ Hurt making things happen on this Burger Fest Saturday. It feels like the coldest day of the year outside right now. I hope it, hopefully it will warm up. It is cold out. Uh, I think it's going to get up to be pretty awesome weather this afternoon. Uh, it feels like college football. And, uh, yeah, that will be happening all day today. We'll keep you abreast of any scores if they happen on this broadcast. we got an action-packed edition of the show today coming up uh, a little bit later on in the program. Holly Whitfield from the Isle of Memphis blog will join us. We will talk about – we've got our list of our – the other Best of Memphis awards that we might be uh, starting. The awards that are missing from the Memphis Flyers – Best of a Memphis issue every year. We've come up with uh, some of our own that probably should be in there. She'll join us in hour number two. We'll be get a live report from Best Memphis Burger Fest going on at Tiger Lane at today from Dustin Five Star. His last stop on his media tour. He was on a media blitz everywhere, TV and radio across the, the Mid-South this week. He is a regular on this show. He will join us uh, live from Burger Fest where we'll, we'll talk about the Grizzlies' new wrestling night giveaway. Uh, we'll announce the next wrestling trivia night for those interested in the pro wrestling trivia fall brawl happening at the Green Beetle. We'll give you the date uh, on that. It has been set. And uh, yeah, But check out, if you're out and about today, stop by Best Memphis Burger Fest. It's only $10. It goes for a great cause. You get in, you get in for 10 bucks. The money goes to Memphis Paul's, which helps out our four-legged and sometimes three-legged friends in the Mid-South, like my three-legged dog, Mr. Gribbs, who listens to the show every week. And, and maybe even if there's two-legged dogs, even, you know, it goes to help the dogs, right? Memphis Paul's. So it's for a good cause. You get to sample burgers uh, with a donation at the team. So very few food festivals let you get to eat some of the food that the teams are cooking. But this one, they have a sponsor who gives money or donates the, the meat and the, to the team so that they can can uh, cook samples for you guys and so with a donation like a dollar donation you can get a you can get a burger so that's a pretty cool deal out there at best memphis burger fest there's a cool new kids zone sponsored by jack Purtles. i was out there this morning and i think the coolest thing that goes on there uh there's the eating competition it's my favorite thing every year cj is this year two for you right uh competitively yes this is year that's two. a competitive eater you're still an amateur but i've been competitively eating all my life i've okay. been eating all my life actually CJ will be in the eating competition, which uh, starts at 2.30. So we're at the one-year anniversary of CJ giving himself the nickname the King of Crunch. Have you heard about my new nickname? What is that? Twice My Size. Twice My Size? That, that, does, yes. that sounds like a good nickname, actually, for a professional wrestler or a professional eater. Yes, I'm Twice My Size. Shout out to Half My Size for giving me that nickname. But the King of Crunch... But you're going to be inter- introduced as the King of Crunch, though, today, right? I mean, that's they asked you last year. Our very own Dustin Starr will be emceeing this eating competition at Burger Fest. And last year, CJ, I, for some reason, they said, what's your name? And he said, I'm the King of Crunch, Conrad. Yes, I did. <laughs> I, did I, never had an, I didn't have a nickname with you guys. I have other nicknames that we won't get into. So you gave yourself one. Yeah, I gave myself one, and it stuck. 
So you'll be repping the show live, uh, eating sliders from the Slider Inn eating competition. And maybe uh, my favorite part is that the Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame table is up there as well. So if you want to get one of your Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame t-shirts, Dustin Five Star, Maria Gray, they're there now. Uh, if you want to meet Dustin Five Star or Maria Gray, you meet them at our table. You can buy the shirt for only $15, cash only. But you pick up your shirt. They've got medium, large, extra large, and double XL of the Red Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame shirts. Put the Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame in Memphis, Tennessee, and it's all there in the shadows of the Mid-South Coliseum. You can see the Coliseum from our booth. I was up there before coming in studio. Is it not Maria Five Star now? That's right. I'm sorry. I see Dustin is going to body slam me through the table today, probably. If he heard that, I'm going to go to the Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame table after the show. He will body slam me through the table like he is a Dudley boy. But that's going on today. We'll talk more about that a little bit later on. Uh, also on the show, Greg Akers joins us every month. He'll join us in studio. We are going to give you our power rankings because it's going to happen, folks. We're two weeks away from game day in Tiger Lane, right? We're two weeks away from that. There's, we're going to spend a big portion of today's show talking about the possibilities of game day being here in two weeks at Tiger Lane. But we're going to give Greg, Greg Akers and, and myself, we're going to develop the, the power list because there needs to be a list that we will present to ESPN on here are the five celebrities you should go after as the celebrity guest picker at College Game Day. They always have a celebrity every week come and pick games. Who would be Memphis's celebrity? Mississippi State last year, their first ever game day, they tried for Will Ferrell. They ended up getting some random baseball player that nobody's ever heard of. And and then Ole Miss, of course, had the big one. They raised the bar because Katy Perry was in the Mid-South to perform at FedEx Forum. And they had Katy Perry, and she is like in the game day, like history books Hall of Fame for her appearance because not only is she a mega superstar, but she was awesome at it and brought corn dogs and was wearing some pink featherly jersey or I don't know what she was wearing, but it was awesome. Like she is in the Hall of Fame, one of the best all time. So who can Memphis get? We'll talk about that with Greg Akers. We'll also cast uh, my good friend uh, Dr. David Rudd of the University of Memphis, who is involved, of course, in the Calipari saga. Earlier uh, this month, earlier last month. Now we're in October. Now earlier in September, uh, were were they going to bring Calipari here or not bring Calipari here to be honored? And so if they ever make a movie about that, we're going to decide who plays David Rudd in a motion picture. We'll do that. Acres will tell us why Nashville sucks. We had a big show today, and we'll play some snippets of my interview with Doctor Rudd, who. Uh, uh, I got to sit down with myself and Holly Whitfield for the next I Love Memphis podcast, which drops next week. And I got to ask him about Vanilla Gorilla. I got to ask him if the university is ready for college game day. I got to ask him what he was thinking uh, when they were going to bring John Calipari here to begin with. So I asked him all of those things. I'm going to play uh, some clips from that interview later on in this hour. I don't think anybody's really gotten to, to talk to him about it. And he said some very interesting answers. And I, all I can say right now is I think the university is in really good hands right now with Dr. Rudd. I really do. As a, I, when I was at the University of Memphis back in the day, uh, kind of grew a reputation of not being a fan of the president at the time, Shirley Raines. Her office did not like me uh, with my weekly column in the uh, University of Memphis newspaper, The Daily Helmsman. Uh, so it was great to actually, uh, it seems like I've got a, I've built a good rapport now with this president. So. Not used to having a, a good relationship with the president of the University of Memphis. But he has some interesting answers uh, in it and this interview about it. So we'll talk. I talked to him about Vanilla Gorilla, and I talked to him about College Game Day. I talked to him about John Calipari, among other things sports-related. And even the big one, I know it's CJ that you want to know about, about getting into the Big 12. Talk to him about getting into the Big 12. 
that is so important right now. It getting is. into any Power Five conference. This is the t- this time we really need. Like Memphis should be rooting. They need a conference shakeup immediately. So Memphis can hurry up and get in before this thing collapses. Well, it's it's, it's going to happen because it doesn't look like the NCAA is going to allow you to have a conference championship game without divisions, and you can't have right. divisions without twelve teams. Uh, well, you can. I think you can. Why not? No, the NCAA will not allow you to have a conference championship. You could do some type of an exemption rule that they would let you know. You don't think they're going to let uh, Texas do whatever they want? That's not how it's looking. It they would have been done it. Texas, Oklahoma, and the Man. rest of the Big Twelve, and all the ACC as well. They all pulling hey, for hey, it. Hey, I'm hoping for it. I'm hoping for it. I'm hoping for it. But I'm you know the the Power Five is what it is. They want all the money, and the more people they got to bring over to the Power Five, there's less money that's going to be spread all the way around. But anyway, uh, we start every week with the with trending topics, and let's do that now with Marcus Hunter. What up, Hunter boy? I, y'all help me out here, Marcus. What's up? There can we you go. Hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Hey. What's up? Hey, hey, you know, um, that was like the lamest introduction I've ever heard. I, I'm now depressed because it's just like, oh yeah, actually, the topic market hunter, Mister Sweetie, Mister Jackson, Mississippi, Mister Selfie, Mister Double Underscore, Marcus Hunter, who's now. I, 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 I noticed. You know, who took my spot as a judge of the Burger Fest? I'm a little, I'm a little hurt. About, about the well, you moved, so you can do the Jackson Burger Fest, best Jackson Burger Fest, and I think that hurt your chances of coming. Back. You got to judge last year, so hey, you got to give them give them props for letting you at least have your farewell judging uh, tour. Yeah. Anyway, and, and, uh, and uh, one more thing, uh, Jonathan Babblebun is not some random baseball player. <laughs> he was the closer for two Boston Red Sox World Series championship teams. And he just choked out Bryce Harper in the dugout. I mean, come on. You know my policy with 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 I look at things from a different perspective than you, Marcus. You know, I don't, I don't, I, only, I do watch some postseason baseball, and I did watch some of that because that was some good stuff uh, back when the Red Sox were good. But I, I you, when you look at uh, the college game day celebrity, it's got to be somebody that Grandma's heard of. That's your key. You want somebody that Grandma has some type of a clue about. You got to have a big celebrity. The casual fans. The idea is you get somebody that the casual fan who the the random girl you bring your girlfriend to the tailgate and they see that person. They know who that person is. They might not know who the quarterbacks of the teams are, but they know who the celebrity picker is. And nobody knew who y'all's pick. Whoever y'all celebrity picker last year, nobody knew who Mississippi State celebrity guest picker was. I'm sorry. But you know what though? That's for most like game days. I mean, the whole Mississippi State period was like phenomenal. I don't think. You know, that doesn't happen all the time that game day gets a celebrity picker that is that big. So when it does happen, it is not uh, something that normally happens. So that if it does happen in Memphis, you know, the smart thing is to try to get together a list, like you said, so that they'll get somebody in that grandma knows or that random girlfriend knows or that girl that you met last night you take taking the game knows. You know, you can get all these things uh, to get a big enough celebrity. It's hard because a lot of these, uh, you know, schools, they're in places that aren't necessarily big cities, and Memphis has the uh, ability to pull from you know their pool of um, you know big stars they have there. Right, so we do the show on Saturday, so I rarely get to watch game day. But we were off Labor Day weekend. Uh, because of football being played, Ole Miss was playing our time slot, so I did get to watch it, and it was Brad Paisley. They had Brad Paisley. You're telling me Brad Paisley, mega superstar, married to an actress. Uh, uh, no, Brad Paisley, no, Brad Paisley is pretty, pretty and, good. And you got he was like at the Alabama game or something, and you guys had 
A baseball player? Come on. Oh, okay, it's Alabama risk. I'm not, you know what? I, I can't argue the point because I think every time on game day is not always a superstar. I'm actually on your side with this saying that you guys are doing a good job of trying to get somebody who's a big name because okay. of that long-lasting factor. It is, yeah, it is important because the old Miss game day it's been immortalized. It is going to be in the clips for forever, really, forever. Like that is yeah, the idea that yeah. And she has nothing to do with Ole Miss. She just got Ole Miss is that's one of those times that Ole Miss should be saying, Thank God we're so close to Memphis. Oh, because they would not have. They would have had a baseball player too if they were as far away from Memphis as Starfield, right? If Starfield was there, Starville would have had Katy Perry if Starfield was was uh, a little over an hour from uh, Memphis. So who was the celebrity picker this morning? Do we know who it was? They were at Clemson, uh, right? I think they were at Clemson this yeah, morning. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, it says is a uh, I don't know a Weather Channel guy, somebody from the Weather Channel. Is it Jim Cantori? I don't know who it is. I'm very confused. By I'm, I just searched Twitter. Uh, let's find out who it was today. Do we know who it was today? Let's find out exactly who it was today. But we're, we're going to get into that a little bit later, and Greg actually has got his list. Who do, who do you think uh, – we'll give you your pick, Marcus. Now, who do you think should be in the power rankings? We're going to do five, the top five people that Jay should go after for game day. I mean, I mean, obviously, Justin Timberlake right. has to be in the, in the top five. Well, he's, um, no, he's number one. He's number one. But yeah, I mean, yeah, he would definitely have to be number one. Um, second to Justin Timberlake, um, I really don't know. Okay, well, um, I've got some good ones. I've got some good uh, ones. Pity Hardaway, no, Pity Hardaway, definitely Pity Hardaway has to be in the top. Uh, you Pity think he's Hardaway in the top? I think Penny Hard Penny Hardaway. Well, we'll talk about it a little bit later on. But I think he's more. Uh, uh, he went to the University of Memphis. I, yes, as well. But he hasn't been relevant. No offense to Penny. Uh, relevant outside little of. Penny, everybody knows little he Penny hasn't been relevant outside of Memphis in twenty years. He's an Olympian. I know, I know. I'm fine with Penny being the guy. I think he's your break in case of emergency. He is not your uh, – you don't put him on your list. You put him as like, uh, Penny lives in Memphis. We can get Penny. He's a big star. He's who we get in the event we can't get other people. And I'll tell you who those other people are a little bit later on. Do you go after Yo Gotti? No. No, Yo Gotti. It's, it's, no. It's no. 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 We know who Josh Pastner would pick. He'd probably go after Rick Ross, but good thing he doesn't have a decision. Uh, uh, all right, let's go ahead and get at some trending topics. Trending topic. Hey, get Derrick Rose. Everybody knows Derrick Rose. He'll probably come back. It'll be like right when he is able to walk again in a couple weeks, right? Or he'll be trying yeah, to walk I'm again. Probably- uh, okay, yeah. let's get into training topics. Last night was a big night for the University of Memphis. The reason we get to talk about game day. And, hey, if you're listening out there and you're saying, oh, there's no chance Memphis is going to get game day, why are they talking about it? Well, here's why we're talking about it. It's because there has never been a better chance in history. And if you've got your – there's certain scenarios – uh, if you if you're you follow a sports team, if you're a fan of a sports team, like back when Memphis was the number one team in the NC two A tournament, remember when they would get in those number one seeds? Like if you weren't yeah. picking Memphis to win your bracket, that was the one time to be a homer, right? You pick Memphis to win your bracket because when are you going to get a chance to pick Memphis to win your bracket and have a legit shot that your team is going to win? And and that's where you are right now. Like if you're ever you want to ever talk about game day coming to Memphis, this is it. This is the perfect storm. Memphis fans, unfortunately for the next two weeks have got to root for the old Miss Rebels. Some of them do like both teams, like I do. But you got to cheer for the Rebels today. If the Rebels lose, it ain't happening. 
If Ole Miss loses, game day not going to be in Tiger Lane. So Ole Miss has got to beat Florida today. It's a tough task in Gainesville. But last night, uh, the University of Memphis got their 12th win in a row, the fifth one of the season. And now, Marcus, here we are, October 3rd. Best Memphis Burger Fest Saturday. And your Memphis Tigers are only one win away from bowl eligibility. <laughs> hey, listen, man, i tell you this much. Last night's game was definitely one of those trap games you're playing, yep. Gina. Definitely not on your level. It's on the road. Friday night, you know what's at stake. The guys are probably already looking ahead to that open game and that game they possibility because I'm sure the playoffs, the players have heard and floating around as well. So the perfect storm for Memphis to lose. But they won that game. And now, like you said, you have to sit there and root for Ole Miss. But, I mean, why not? It's one of those things that, as a Memphis Tiger football fan, you you can't guarantee this moment will ever be here again. So, if you can get it, then root for the enemy. If that's what you have to do, then that's what you have to do. I mean, I remember last year, when there was a possibility Mississippi State could get it, I had to root for Alabama because it was going to be uh, – I know I had to root for Auburn because it was going to be the MSU-Auburn game. So sometimes that's what you have to do to get that once-in-a-lifetime uh, opportunity at something as big as college game day. For uh, for the second week in a row, uh, fans of the University of Memphis can relax on a Saturday and just take in – college football. Last week Memphis playing yeah. on Thursday, this week playing on a Friday. And now you're really relaxing until the Ole Miss game, which is great. So you've got much more time to prepare than uh, Hugh Freeze has and his Oxford squad, because they're focused today, they're focused whatever. Memphis is going to be ready to go. They're going to be able to prepare. I don't think it's as lopsided as some people are already saying that Memphis has no chance. I think that's a little, a little uh, misguided. I don't think, yes, obviously Memphis did not look great last night. In, in that win because they should have blown out South Florida, who apparently is yeah. not the worst team in in the worst Florida team in the American because Central Florida has not won a game. Uh, but uh, that notwithstanding, Memphis fans can today relax, enjoy, and watch some football. And we we need to figure out our rooting interest for the games today. And because cause, all right, so obviously we got if you're a Memphis fan, you're rooting for game day. It is a real possibility. It really is. And and uh, if it if it uh, if it does happen, uh, you got to have a couple other things happen. And I think the number one thing, obviously, is Ole Miss winning. Right? Ole Miss has got to win today against Florida, and they've got to win next week against New Mexico State. And both of them, Ole Miss favored, Ole Miss uh, in Oxford next week. Florida, we don't know how good Florida really is at the end of the day, but um, we will find out today. Their matchup. I mean, they're at home against Ole Miss. Florida has shown some signs of being better than they were the past few years, but you know, couldn't get much worse than how Florida had been playing. But so you got to root for Ole Miss, number one. Number two, you got to root for these other teams at the bottom of the top twenty-five to lose. Because I think Memphis, it's imperative that Memphis is in the top twenty-five to make this happen. Oh yeah, you have to be. Yeah. And they didn't do anything impressive last night to help their case, so they're going to have to rely on some teams to lose. But you're looking at. You got two weeks now. You got two weeks of teams to lose. You got today and you got next week for some of these teams at the bottom of the top 25. Some of these teams are three, one teams in the top 25 to lose and fall out. And then you're going to have to put Memphis in there. They're on the edge. They're on the verge. They could be in the top 25 come Sunday. I think it's very realistic. Uh, so we're, we're looking at the games today and the teams at the bottom of the top 25 and possibilities 
of losing. CJ, I'm going to have you jump in on this, too, because we're looking at it today. We're trying to figure out which ones have the best chance of losing. Uh, do we have the, the – what game today? Do we have one you think is the best chance of a, a team, a 3-1 team in the top 25 or a team at the bottom of the top 25 to lose today, fall out? Keep an eye on that Stanford-Pitt game. Stanford-Pitt. Yes, sir. There's a lot of good games out there. Uh, also, keep an eye on Wisconsin-Iowa. Kirk Ferentz is, he's, you know, catching some heat. He's on the hot seat, so to speak, but he always finds a way to get his team out there and prepared to play Wisconsin if nobody else. Okay, so Stanford. I mean, guys, I'm talking about if Ole Miss wins, then they're not got number 25 for sure. Yeah, exactly. So that's another reason to cheer, to cheer for uh, cheer for the Rebels today. Florida number twenty five gets knocked out. Stanford's eighteen at three and one. Who are they playing again? Pitt. They're playing Pitt. Pitt hasn't done anything, but Stanford, of course, has not shown that they're very very good. You've got to, here's a game, Marcus. You're not going to like this one. Three and one. Mississippi State University though. Uh, they're playing a big one against Texas A&M. Texas A&M beats Mississippi State today. Mississippi State is out of the top 25, making space for the University of Memphis. I think either way it goes, the loser of that game is out of the top 25. And, CJ, I know you're going to hate this, but the number one team to cheer against you for the next two weeks. you got to cheer against them if you're in Memphis, man. you got to cheer against Michigan. Stanford is playing Arizona. I misspoke. I'm sorry. Okay. Oh, man, those Arizona teams were lousy last week, man. They made for some boring late games. Uh, Michigan, Michigan, you got to root for Michigan to lose today because Michigan versus Miss- Michigan State right now is a battle of two ranked teams in two weeks on the day that Memphis wants to have game day. And you know they're going to go with the boring, same old, same old Michigan versus Michigan State if both teams are ranked going into that game. Unfortunately, Michigan plays a Maryland team that uh, would be lucky to be not in the bottom of the American Athletic Conference. Maryland is uh, not worth a darn, Marcus. So chances of that happening today, not very good. You have number 19, Wisconsin, and Iowa. Iowa could pull an upset and bump down Wisconsin. They're known for doing that to Wisconsin. Iowa is one yeah. of those teams that traditionally hovers around that 7-5, and 8-4 and four range, and you know they usually get at least one win that they're not supposed to get. But brooding against Michigan's huge, but they've got an easy one. Who does Michigan play next week? Do, do they? Please tell me they have a game. I do believe they play Northwestern next week. Oh, all right, that could help. That could help. Michigan, who already have one, they've got one loss. Northwestern, I could see them beating Michigan. Uh, you know, you know, I'm, I'm going to just say this: say that a, that a, that a five and zero Memphis team needs this much help to get into the top twenty-five. Make the chances that there's going to be very slim that they get game day. I mean, I understand that last week game day went to like a blah kind of game out there in Arizona. Oh, Miss Memphis is not going to be a blah game. It's a backyard brawl between know, two know, top twenty-five teams undefeated. No, no, no. I know that won't be one. I'm saying they went to one last week. So I'm saying it doesn't necessarily negate the chance that they will go to Memphis, right. but I, I just don't think that it's likely because Memphis hasn't been there before. You know, I can see a Memphis, you know, this, this was the second consecutive year of Memphis being a good team. I just think it's going to be very difficult for them to choose Memphis unless they are guaranteed to get the best, you know, Justin Timberlake. If they know they're getting Justin Timberlake, they're going to Memphis. Like if Justin yeah, I wonder how much, calls, yeah. That's true. That will be a, a factor. Of course, Ole Miss has got to win. 
And if Michigan yeah. loses today to Maryland, if Maryland pulls the upset, Michigan is out. That game is underway right now. Uh, so we'll see if that anything happens. Like, but that, Michigan's out of the top twenty-five. That game is out because that's an embarrassing loss if Michigan loses. Why are we why are we focus on Michigan? Let's talk I'm about let's at, talk about Memphis. Please. I'm looking at three one teams. Minnesota uh, is, is unranked, but they're three they're three and one. They're Northwestern still four and zero. Oh. Uh, top twenty-five games. Wisconsin's already up on Iowa as we speak. Uh, yep. So we're we're looking at, of course, uh, we got Alabama, Georgia, Georgia. You wouldn't want an upset over Alabama. Alabama's in a pretty good game in two weeks. Uh, but they were already in Alabama this year, weren't they? They already were down there for Week One. So yeah, and every now and then, every now and then, game day gets. I guess fatigue. They get tired of going to these same old places. They've been to Michigan several times. They've been to USC, Notre Dame several Shake times. Shake it up, yeah. So they're they're looking for you know something different, something fun to do. And what's more fun than Tiger Lane? And it's different. <laughs> oh, look at look at CJ. What is more fun than Tiger Lane? Alabama, the highest ranked three one team at number thirteen. So they will not fall out of the top twenty five if they lose today anyway, because they're Alabama. But you have USC, Stanford, Wisconsin, Oklahoma State, Mississippi State, Michigan, West Virginia, Cal, and Florida. Uh, root against those teams because they are the ones in the bottom of the top twenty five. <laughs> and if they if they lose. Better chance for Memphis to get college game day. I will. We will play a little bit later on. I talked to President Dr. Rudd at the University of Memphis. Uh, asked him if Memphis was ready for game day. You'll hear what he had to say about that a little bit later on in this hour. But uh, also, I mean, you have to look at and we we broke it down last week, looking at the games that are on the schedule for October seventeenth. Um, for a possible Memphis game day, even if it's not a game day, that that this going to be an epic Saturday of that will go down in history. Oh, yeah. These teams have never played this late in the season without a loss, and it'll be the biggest tailgate in the history of Tiger Lane. It will be, and it's going to be a sell a sold out Liberty Bowl Memorial Stadium. The tickets are going to be uh, overpriced by the scalpers. The scalpers are going to be making some money and and being able to to, to spend a. Uh, Oh, man, they're going to have a lot of money uh, stocked up for the Grizzlies to buy some tickets for the Grizzlies season. It'll also be uh, Saturday that I won't be at work. So CJ's going to be on his own in here. <laughs> Drew, are you are, so you're already, you're already off for that. Day. I'm getting off. It, 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 does not, it does not get bigger than that. I'm looking one more time. We're our last check at games. West Virginia Baylor. So rooting against West Virginia is big. West Virginia Baylor, two ranked teams. LSU. I, think it's, I think it's West Virginia, Oklahoma. On the 17th? Oh, never mind. Yeah, You're on the right. 17th. West Virginia, you know what I'm about. Yeah, yeah, on the 17th. Uh, other ranked teams on the 17th. It could be bad. Like, Iowa winning today could be bad. It could move them up because they're playing Northwestern that week. But that does not look like a sexy matchup. So, And Notre Dame. Notre Dame's game is the feature game today on College Game Day. So, I think that lowers the chances of USC-Notre Dame being a uh, College Game Day game in two weeks. It could really happen, folks. It could really happen. All right, let's go to our, our next trending topic. Trending topic. And we'll talk about the Grizzlies promotional schedule, Marcus, before we get you out of here. The Grizzlies announced the promotional schedule for the 2015-2016 season. We love free stuff. As Memphians and fans of, of free stuff, this is a big week. Okay, here, we'll, we'll go through it real fast. We've got uh, opening night against Cleveland. You get a magnet schedule. Against Brooklyn, you get a mini hoop set. That'll be fun. They've done that one a couple times. You know, you put on the back of your your, your kid's uh, door in the bedroom. Oklahoma City, first 5,000 fans get a Memphis Sounds pennant. They're going throwbacks this year with the Memphis Sounds. 
not to be confused with Nashville's minor league baseball team, the former Memphis ABA team, the Memphis Sounds. First 5,000 get a Memphis Sounds pennant. They're going to be wearing the Memphis Sounds jerseys a couple times this year. Uh, November 20th against Houston, they get jump ropes. Jump ropes. Uh, not sure, too sure about... Uh, jump ropes as uh, a giveaway. San Antonio, Texas. This one I'm looking forward to. It's a tacky holiday t-shirt. I've never been invited to a tacky holiday t-shirt party. I've been invited to a tacky holiday sweater party. But a holiday t-shirt, a little bit different. But it's a good prize. That's a good prize. But a t-shirt around the holidays, I'm hoping, maybe it's a, it, there's no way it's a long sleeve t-shirt. They've never given away a long sleeve t-shirt. Marcus, are you back on with us? I'll back all Like so, they're doing a tacky holiday T-shirt. Have you ever been invited to a tacky holiday T-shirt party? I have the, I have the tacky sweater party. Yeah, ugly sweater party. Not tacky holiday T-shirt party. I guess you're gonna have to layer. I guess you could get that shirt and you could layer it. It's probably too expensive to do a sweater or a fake sweater as a giveaway, so they're doing T-shirts. But maybe it'll be a long sleeve T-shirt. If it's long sleeve T-shirt, that'll be. That'll be good. Here's the big one, December 11th. December's a big month for uh, geeks out there because Star Wars comes out, uh, the new Star Wars movie, uh, which will have our favorite characters like Han Solo back in it. But uh, the first 3,000 fans will get a Tony Allen Jedi robe. Uh, so Tony Allen, one of those. Yeah, wore the robe last year in uh, some funny moments, and you combine that with a Jedi robe. I can't wait to see what that looks like. But I'm circling December 11th, a great, cool new giveaway. Um... They've got, uh, for the holidays, they're going to have a Z-Bow gift package. So I guess instead of a bow tie like they did last year for Z-Bow, you're getting, like, Z-Bow bows to put on your gifts for the holidays. So that's pretty good. That's a good idea. Gets Denver on January 8th. The first 3,000 fans get a Grizzly scarf. That's now a perennial favorite on the promotional schedule. And it gets interesting come January 16th. First 4,000 fans get a Mount Grismore number one featuring Tony Allen. I have no idea what this is. Have you heard of a a Mount Rushmore type giveaway at, at a game? I have not. Uh, but you know, that's one of the things about the Grizzlies uh, folks over there. They're very good about coming up with creative giveaways and ones that reflect things that the players have done, talked about, tweeted about. So I'm not surprised that they came up with that pretty cool idea. Would you rather have that? We don't know what it is, right? Would you have yeah. the, rather have the unknown, interesting, unique idea, or would you rather have bobbleheads? Here we are, still. Well, you no- gotta have the, you gotta have the bobblehead. That's something <laughs> I don't understand. Why is there no bobblehead? Come on. I mean, there has not been a Tony Allen bobblehead. The last bobblehead they did was just one. They did a solo Grizz bobblehead night. There's still not been a Tony Allen bobblehead, and there's been miniatures of the other guys. But still, no Tony Allen bobblehead since he's been here. I mean, here. How, how, how much do those things uh, cost to make? I mean, I'm trying to figure it out. Not too because much. Because you would yeah. think that a scarf probably is kind of up there, you know? So you would think a bobblehead versus a scarf may not be that big of a difference in the price. I don't understand why you can't come up with the bobblehead. Bring the bobblehead back. Right, so the Grismore uh, number two features Mike Conley versus Dallas. Grismore number three features Zach Randolph against Utah on, on March fourth, and Grismore number four is Mark Gasol on Chicago. I mean, they're the core four, right? Uh, they're doing. Yeah. Tony, I guess they're doing Tony Allen first. Is that smart, just in case he gets traded? Is he most likely to get traded <laughs> of the four? Um, you know that would be a smart thing to do. Yeah, if you're gonna, yeah, do the guy who's most likely to not finish the season with you first. Because you know Gasol is going to, so they have him last. Uh, they yeah. probably should have done Zebo second. Not that anybody's getting traded of those four. It's not happening. 
but you just, you know, just in case. You never know. Hey, hey, it is a business, you know. Right, if the right... Right, the right deal comes across the table. Uh, here's one for all the Uber drivers out there. First 5,000 fans get a Memphis Sounds car freshener on February 19th against Minnesota. Uh, Grizz Girl poster, they do that one every year. That's February 24th against the Lakers. Uh, March 11th versus New Orleans is the wrestling giveaway. We'll talk more about that with Dustin Five Star in the second hour. Rally flags against Clippers. So they're doing wrestling night again, which is cool. Uh, Clippers, March 19th. Uh, yeah, rally flags, and they'll end with a poster on fan appreciation night against Golden State, your last giveaway night. Uh, how about Golden State's interim coach being Luke Walton, Marcus? Former Memphis uh, Tiger assistant. Yeah, I was, yeah, was going to say, you know, uh, thankfully for Josh Bashman for opening up the door for his coaching career. I mean, who knew that he would be coaching the NBA champion? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Marcus, we got to go. We're past time. Uh We'll continue to talk to you about preparing for game day because I know you've got that experience. Mississippi State last year getting their first game day. Memphis is going to happen. It's going to happen. Oh, yeah. yeah. And a lot of folks in Mississippi are actually excited about the possibility of a Memphis versus Ole Miss game day because I didn't realize how many Memphis uh, Ole Miss fans uh, really look at Memphis as a rivalry in some sense. Yeah. It's going to be big. It's, it's going to be a, it's gonna be a big game, notwithstanding game day. If they don't do game day, uh, in Memphis, ESPN's making a major mistake, and we'll just have more reasons not to like that network. You got, so you gotta get scared about, got scared about, you guys are good. Scared about. All right, what? I don't know. All right, singing in sync. Oh, you singing? Oh, you were singing some some JT. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's cool. I'll have to go back and listen to that part on the podcast. I missed it. All right, Marcus, thanks for joining us. Everybody, follow him at Marcus Double Underscore Hunter on social media. We'll uh, talk to you uh, next time. All right, so let's back. I say next time because I know Ole Miss is playing in this time slot next week. We uh, may be preempted again. Ole Miss's New Mexico State game is will be on the air here on Sports 86 at this time next week. We we may not even have a show uh, next Saturday as we uh, getting, but we're still two weeks away from college game day. Before we go to break, CJ, tell the listeners how they can get in touch with the show. Thanks, Kevin. We are on a wide variety of social networks. You can get in contact with the show on Twitter. Kevin is at Cerrito, CJ is at Conradicalness, and Drew is at DBarrett36. The show is also on Instagram at Conradicalness and at Kevin Cerrito, also at DBarrett1236. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com backslash Cerrito Live, and follow us on Snapchat and Periscope. You can email the show Cerrito Live at gmail.com. You can also text us at the Sports 56 text line, 67129. All right, thank you, CJ. Coming up next, we will listen to part of my interview with Dr. David Rudd, the president of the University of Memphis, where I talked to him about Coach Cal, possibility of game day in Memphis, and much, much more. You're listening to Cerrito Live on Real Sports Talk, Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Are you one of many Memphis area residents who suffer from weekday boredom? Do you sit around on weekday nights looking at your phone while trying to find something to do? If so, ask your doctor about trivia with Kevin Cerrito. Well, actually, that would be a little weird. Instead, just stop playing on your phone and start inviting your friends to play trivia with Kevin Cerrito. It's more than just your average mind-numbing pub quiz. It's trivia night with questions about stuff you and your friends know and like, featuring unique weekly themes including movies, music, 90s TV shows, current events, and more. Come see for yourself while Paul Ryburn's journal calls 
calls Kevin Cerrito, quote, a trivia master. All shows are free to play. For more information on locations, weekly themes, and drink specials, visit CerritoTrivia.com or like Cerrito Trivia on Facebook and browse the best team name Hall of Fame. Trivia with Kevin Cerrito is the perfect prescription for weekday boredom. Warning, side effects may include weight prizes, laughing out loud, high-fiving, eating mass quantities of delicious food, consumption of adult beverages, rock, paper, scissors, and spending quality time with friends. Now play trivia with Kevin Cerrito in Overton Square at Swine House every Monday night from 8 to 10. On Broad Avenue at the Rec Room every Tuesday night from 8 to 10. Downtown at Tampa Tap every Wednesday night from 7 to 9. And on South Main at the Green Beetle every Thursday night from 8 to 10. Welcome back to Cerrito Live. Here once again is Kevin Cerrito. Ow! Welcome back to the show. If you ever miss sports and show, you can catch the podcast for free on iTunes. Just search Cerrito Live on iTunes or your favorite podcast provider. Subscribe to the show. You'll also get CJ and Drew's podcast downloaded to your device if you want it as well. What's this week's uh, Playing Her podcast about, CJ? Funny you should ask. Should Memphis be ranked? Well, yeah. yeah they should be ranked. But we tell you He's why special. they should or should <laughs> not. All right, so if you subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcast provider, you'll get that podcast. Leip's, Kevin Leip uh, usually joins us in the uh, first hour every week. He's off this week uh, for his vacation. He's doing a, He always does a you know, little last-minute getaway before the season starts. That's what he's doing right now with the misses, I think. Have you seen Baby Tayshana tear up some grilled cheese? No, is that on Instagram? Yes, it is. Grilled cheese bandit is what she is. <laughs> right, find Kevin Leip on Instagram. He will rejoin us when he gets back in town because we'll have ba- uh, Grizzlies basketball action does start next week. Preseason basketball happening um, as well in this city. And as always, subscribe to the I Love Memphis podcast. A new one of those drops next week. I host it every month with Holly Whitfield. You can go to ilovememphisblog.com or ilovememphispodcast.com and find the I Love Memphis podcast. And you can subscribe to that on iTunes or your favorite podcast provider. This month, our guest on the I Love Memphis podcast is real exciting. We got to sit down. We went up to the administration building on campus, the University of Memphis, and to the president's office and got to sit down with Dr. Uh, David Rudd and uh, talk to um, the president for a few minutes about a variety of different topics. The entire interview you'll be able to hear on the I Love Memphis podcast next month, but I thought we'd take a minute uh, and and listen in on some of uh, the questions I asked him that were sports-related. And we started the conversation talking about Vanilla Gorilla. Of course, he was on the show last week. If you missed that, check out CerritoLive.com. But we had Vanilla Gorilla in studio meeting Bongo Lady for the first time ever. That was live on this show last week. We've got pictures of that video coming very, very soon. Um, we'll, right for the, we're waiting for the right time to drop the video of uh, Bongo Lady and Vanilla Gorilla performing together. But that's last week's podcast. So I asked Dr. Rudd about about Vanilla Gorilla, about the current state of the uh, Memphis athletics, about getting into the Big 12, and if the University of Memphis is ready for game day, if ESPN calls. So here is a clip from my interview with Dr. David Rudd, which we did uh, earlier in the week, right? Uh, so it was done right before Memphis's big victory last night in uh, South Florida. A new student, or not a new student on campus, but a guy who who wants to be called the Vanilla Gorilla. And we wanted to start by talking to you about Vanilla Gorilla because we saw he visited your office this he week. He did. Came by this week. Yeah, absolutely. You, quote, called him an icon. 
Well, what do you think about his his enthusiasm uh, for Memphis, and how did your meeting go with the Vanilla Gorilla? Well, I tell you, the, the meeting went well. I was a little disappointed. He wasn't painted, painted up for the meeting, so I felt like he was a little bit underprepared. Oh, no. Yeah, he was not fully prepared for the meeting. <laughs> he did not, you know, uh, he did not bring that iconic uh, image uh, to the office, but a great guy. You know, um, it, it, and the enthusiasm uh, is infectious. I mean, a part of... Uh, what's wonderful about the attention that uh, that he's received uh, nationally and not not just locally but nationally uh, is the enthusiasm for Memphis and it really is infectious to see somebody that excited um, that excited about Memphis football that excited about the university uh, the other thing I would tell you you know it was interesting um, to to discover that this was his first football game and and a part of the reason it was his first football game uh, is because uh, he works. Uh, like many of our students, and right. you know, I think that uh, I think that Walker's a lot like most of our students. They work incredibly hard, uh, both in the classroom and outside of the classroom, to support their education. It's a great story, uh, and it's great to see him taking time out of an incredibly busy schedule, working hard, and going and enjoying himself. And on a Thursday night, too. on a Thursday night, and enjoying and enjoying some Memphis football. Right. So, that, for those who don't know, Vanilla Gorilla was the fan who who had the R painted on his chest, went viral. Uh, especially locally, but also got picked up nationally by a bunch of ESPN and, and other affiliates by playing the air guitar. Right. We'll have a link if you're listening later on. <laughs> you can but see it in all its majesty. Is, if if the Tigers go undefeated for the rest of the season, will you join Vanilla Gorilla front row painting your chest? You know that is, uh, you know that could be a dangerous commitment uh, to make. I, you know, for for one thing, I don't want to. You know, I'm not superstitious, but but right. it, it seems that, that it seems like a very significant uh, marker to to go undefeated for uh, for the rest of the season. It may not take that to get me out there and get an R on my chest, but let me think about that one. Let me let me think that one through that, again. That that, that we'll could be a dangerous. Back around with that, you. you you will have to. That could be a dangerous commitment. I you know I have a I have a son who's 20 and a daughter who's 18, and that could horrify uh, both of those uh, guys. And so, uh, so as a parent, uh, not just as a as a as a president of the university, but as a parent, uh, I've got some responsibility there to be aware of. And so. it only gets colder. As it it <laughs> it does. It only gets colder. That is correct. But so should Memphis football be ranked? I mean, it's crazy right now. They're they're eleven in a row, right? Is that where we're at? Eleven in a That's row. This yeah, since last year, and and if they uh, if the team is successful this week, uh, it'll be a full calendar year uh, since this team has lost. Wow. Uh, they're doing wonderfully, and I you know I would tell you that that um, they make us proud. It's good to see they're they're hardworking young men, uh, and they have the right values and and, and doing the right things, and, and and we're certainly proud. And we're on a collision course with Ole Miss at Liberty Bowl Memorial Stadium, possibly two undefeated teams. Uh, Justin Timberlake will be in town that day, apparently. It sets up perfect for a college game day on ESPN. Have you heard any any mumblings about it? Is the university prepared in the event that ESPN calls and says we want to set up in Tiger Lane? Even if we're not prepared, we will get prepared. Uh, <laughs> we'll if, make if, it happen. Yeah, we we could. I think we could have a quick turnaround if College Game Day uh, called, uh, and we would have uh, we'd be ready uh, for the arrival of Game Day. Uh, what, what a great thing that would be! Uh, we'll hopefully be. You know, I don't want to get out ahead of this right. game, man. I would right. tell you what Coach Fuente says. I think is very true. Is you know you take the, you take care of these things one at a time and and certainly got a, a game coming up this week in Florida yeah but we and, don't play on the field so we can kind of talk about it. this is the that, fun. that's if true we're gonna it, win it, this it, is the fun right that, that is about. absolutely right <laughs> you, you, I've got to agree with you there 
Uh, okay. So how, how important is that athletics to the university? You know, um, athletics um, does a lot of things uh, for the university. And, and I've talked a little bit about the visibility that it affords and provides the university. And um, it allows us to share other stories about the university. I mean, it, it gives us an entree into conversations um, in different audiences nationally. Uh, it gives us an entree into different conversations with people uh, nationally that traditionally we might not be able to reach um, and allows us to share the great story about the University of Memphis. There are a lot of wonderful things that go on here. I mean, I, I've been at, um, I have been at four of the universities, all of them Big 12 universities, uh, and I would tell you that uh, the University of Memphis uh, is a remarkably good educational experience, as good as any of those, and I would argue better uh, in terms of the commitment uh, in the caring of our faculty and their investment in the educational experience uh, in the quality of what we provide. And, and athletics gives us a chance to talk about that and, and, and to talk about it in different venues and with different people. Refresh our memory. What were the four Big Twelve universities you were at before? Coming? I was at uh, I was at Texas A and M. I was with the College of Medicine. Uh, with Texas A and M, I was at Baylor. I uh, was at Texas Tech, and and I got my uh, doctoral degree at the University of Texas. Very cool. And since I mean, since I do have a, a show on a sports station, I am the one who ha- I have to ask these questions sure. uh, here at the get go. But what what is Memphis doing right now to position themselves to maybe get an invitation down the line? If there's conference shakeups, if there are in- invites to a Power Five conference, whether it's the Big Twelve or, or whatnot. We had a couple of people on Twitter sort of reiterate that same sure, question. Sure, and and I can't. I mean, I certainly can't talk to you in depth. Uh, about um, about those uh, conversations and those efforts, but I I would uh, agree with our athletic director who said uh, last week uh, in USA Today that the University of Memphis is a perfect fit uh, for a Power Five conference. Um, I would argue we are the best fit uh, for a Power Five conference for a lot of different reasons. Um, and that we have worked very hard and continue to work diligently uh, to create opportunity uh, for this university. Uh, and uh, I do think that there is significant opportunity, and, and, and we're going to do absolutely everything we can to capitalize on that. It, it is a, a, a very significant thing for the university. I, I've talked in different venues about if you look at the differential in athletic payout, you know, we received last year about $2.6 million from the American Athletic Conference. Uh, the uh, Big 12, the average payout was about 25 to $26 million. Uh, in the SEC, it was $31.6 million. Um, you know, if we had an athletic shift, you're, you're, you're looking at an infusion in, in the annual budget of the university of between 25 and $30 million. Um, there is not a single thing we can do that has that much economic impact on the uh, on the health of the university as a whole, which allows us to do more academically uh, and do more for our students. So this is more than just about athletics. I mean, this is a far larger story, and it's important for the university to be in that tier, uh, I would say in the top tier nationally, not just for athletics but for academics and, and, and for public research universities. Not always a case for private, but for public research universities, that's critical. Those things are tied together. Um, I, you know, you, you look at the standings, uh, you look at the public university, research university rankings, and it tells a very clear story. Uh, this is important. And so, so that's part of uh, my interview here with, with, with Dr. Rudd, who I always want to call him Paul Rudd for some reason. <laughs> How many Rudds do you know? Paul Rudd seems to be 
the only other person I know with the with the last name Rudd, but he is pr- President Rudd. And I mean, just to set the stage, we're sitting there, we're just sitting up at the in the conference room next to his office. It's just him. He just walks into the room with a with a cup of coffee. Doesn't have any type of entourage. Isn't like. Uh, no secretary, anybody like introducing him. He just comes in, sits down, very down to earth. And you start listening to some of these answers. You can you can just tell how important he thinks athletics is. And when you think about like you forget this guy's worked at four Big Twelve universities, so Memphis is in a great spot right now. This guy's got connections at four already schools already in the Big Twelve. And if that's the conference the Tigers are possibly going to be able to get into in the Power Five, it's set up nicely. And I couldn't get him to commit to being a T-I-G-E or S next to Vanilla Gorilla, but he didn't. He didn't. He didn't say he wouldn't do it. So it's a never say never on that one. And uh, Memphis is ready for game day. You got to be thinking. You, I know. You could just see it. See it in his eyes that he know, he knows that it is a possibility and how big it would be because it is important. Because when you think about athletics, it's important for the perception. Of the university, as unfortunate that that type of world that we live in, but that sports plays such a big factor on how people decide to go to school, what they think about a school, and um, it's great that Memphis football is where it is right now. And so, of course, I couldn't end the interview with him without talking about John Calla Perry and that whole uh, situation, that saga that uh, went down over a couple of. Uh, Days earlier in September when he invited John Calipari to come to be honored uh, and then backed off of it. And so was, before that interview was over, we went into a bunch of different stuff in this interview with Dr. Rudd. You'll be able to hear the whole thing in its entirety on the I Love Memphis podcast uh, next week, ilovememphispodcast.com. But uh, just giving you a little sneak peek of my interview uh, with Dr. Rudd, here is part of the conversation we had about John Calipari. The University of Memphis was planning for a brief moment to honor John Calipari, and I have to ask you. Uh, what, of course you do. What What were you thinking? Yeah, well, I have to tell you, you know, the comedy of that, and there's a lot of comedy, you know, um, but part of the comedy of that is I was actually at the White House uh, that day uh, and um, for a White House event, and nobody cared about anything but that John Calipari thing. Um and uh, those were the, that was the only questions I'm that, not surprised. That, 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 <laughs> that I received. Well, you know, I have to tell you, it was interesting. Um, ultimately, I think, you know, we certainly made the right decision. Um, but um, uh, it would have been divisive um, for the community and would have been, um, I think, irreparably divisive for the, for the campus and uh, would not have been a good thing for us. And that became apparent very quickly. I received over 2,000 emails uh, in response to... Uh, and, and, yeah. and, you know, and you know that the response rate on these things, either in social media uh, or via email or phone, uh, is usually around 1%, uh, 1% to 2%. And so I received 2,000 emails, and uh, I, I have responded to everything that I have received now, and I have returned probably over several hundred phone calls. Uh, so uh, it was a very busy, uh, very busy time. I mean, people the- have very strong feelings about it. They they do they do. I mean, were you were you surprised? I mean, going into it, no, I wasn't. I I knew that it was. I mean, I certainly wasn't. Mm-hmm. I know that uh, you know Jeff Calkins wrote a column and, and and said I should have certainly been aware of the intensity of the response. And I you know I would tell you I was aware of the intensity of the feelings. Right. What what I wasn't what I was a little surprised by uh, did, did it have anything to do with basketball? 
wasn't about basketball. It was about many other things. Uh, and um, it wasn't about, uh, you know, the quality of, of, of basketball and, and, and the job that was done. It was about other things about this university and this community. And, um, and that is what, um, that's what helped me conclude that, that uh, we needed to go a different direction. Do you think, and you don't have to commit to this at all, of course, but someday down the line after John Calipari is retired that the university might be able to to honor him at some point? You know, I, I'm i going to give you the same noncommittal response <laughs> I gave you to that R question. Uh, you, know, <laughs> I, you know, you probably see me painting an R on my chest right. before before that happens. Uh, I, I think that I think the reality is that, uh, you know, some wonderful things were done uh, at the university during that time. Uh, there, some good things happened in the community and for the university. But, you know, also some things that uh, caused some division and upset and um, I think it will be, you know, some time before the community, uh, both at the campus and this city, uh, is ready for that question. So I, I, and I don't know when that question will resurface. What do you say to the people from outside of Memphis who look at this and they're like, oh, Memphis is just bitter, or what are they doing? What are they thinking? Why would they cancel on John Calipari? Like, what do you say to those people? Because I'm sure you're going to run into people uh, that will continue to be like, well, what happened with that John Calipari thing? Why are you guys not honoring this guy? He's the best coach you've ever had. Yeah, you know, I don't think that that's it, it, and that's the issue is that it's it's not about just basketball. It's about right. uh, you know, it's about a community, um, and I think if you're not a part of the community, sometimes that's hard to understand. And and uh, you know, Memphis is a very tight knit community, uh, both on campus and off campus, and and you have to be a part of that to genuinely understand uh, the issue. I think the emotion uh, that's attached to it that is a part of the great thing about Memphis, though. Uh, that's a part of what is unique about Memphis, and frankly, it's a part of what uh, Loretta and I love about Memphis. Yeah, and your your reaction to it, got I mean, you've got so many fans out of this whole thing that happened. So yeah, nobody uh, even <laughs> nobody it was taken care of. Nobody even uh, brought it up in our in our like uh, fielding for questions. But I'm. But yeah. the, you know, the back story yeah. the back story is interesting because it all started with one of your tweets. The whole thing it did right. one tweet it did. It did and uh, it ended with one of your tweets. So it did. Absolutely. I, I won't elaborate beyond that. Yeah. I, think, I, think, I think you captured it. There, there you have it, my questions, my sports questions I asked Dr. Red. And we got in a little bit more uh, sports-related stuff. You can listen to it again all in its entirety on the I Love Memphis podcast uh, coming out next week. Uh, subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcast provider, I Love Memphis Podcast.com. If you're traveling around town this weekend, use Uber. You can uh, use my Uber promo code, Uber Cerrito. That's U-B-E-R-C-E-R-R-I-T-O. If you download the Uber app, type in that code under the promo code section. You'll get $20 off your first ride with Uber. And $20 off your first ride will probably get you almost anywhere you want to go in the Memphis area, unless you're going from West Memphis to Carville. Uh, $20 uh, is a, a, a Actually, that's a lot of money when it comes to, to traveling around with Uber. So if you want to travel around with Uber for free this weekend, you got Best Memphis Burger Fest happening today. you got Roundhouse Revival happening tomorrow. Just type in Uber Cerrito on your device, and uh, you'll get $20 off your first ride. So download the Uber app, type in Uber Cerrito, $20 off your first ride when you ride with Uber. When we come back, uh, we're going to update you maybe on a couple of these scores, but we're gonna have, uh, we'll tell you the five celebrities that ESPN should go after for College Game Day in Tiger Lane if that is to happen. We'll talk to Greg Akers about that when we come back. You'll listen to Cerrito Live on Real Sports Talk, Sports 56 and 87.7 FM.